Welcome back, everyone, to the spotlight. It is the creator spotlight. I'm still Jeremy Lambert. That is still Steven Jensen, and we are joined today by no no cards. Here we go. Head coach of Body Guy University, Posed Malone. And as Jensen learned, Flex Luger, Arnold Pumpinator, Jacked, Jameson Ryan. There we go. I got yelled at last time for not getting the intro right. I had the note. I was ready to go this time. (laughs) Nailed it, brother. That was perfect. Thank you. Thank you. How you guys doing? Good. How are you, man? Good. Little sore. My jaw hurts pretty bad. I think Jensen can tell you all about that. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah. And and, uh, just right off the bat, so, you know, Championship District Wrestling, they had a show. This was – well, this past weekend, but y'all will see it. Can you announce when, when, where that's going to be right now? Uh, it should be up in the next couple of days. We haven't really used the hard camp since the first show. Um, we didn't want to really go too far off from what we've been doing, but we did use a hard camp for four specific matches. Um, so we're having that edited together, and then we'll be able to get it uploaded hopefully by the weekend at the latest. That'll be on the the YouTube channel, the Championship District Wrestling YouTube channel. Um, yes. So, and you can find the all the link links below. on all the social media. The, the, the link is in the description. Go check out the YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah, so, um, that it was a great live experience. I talked about it uh, quite a bit on the Weekender podcast for everyone over on Fightful Select. Y'all can check that out. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Gerard and Brandon, the guys on commentary. Um, Jameson and Sheik were uh, gracious enough to let me commentate three matches during the show, and um those guys were awesome like they made it just super easy like for me to like just jump in with those guys and uh so the the whole crew and like everyone that i talked to like any wrestler that i talked to anyone that was on the staff even the bartender like everyone was super friendly and it was a it was just overall like oh, a really great Diego, experience my buddy. <laughs> yeah yeah good dude Put yeah no man, that's, uh, there was no complaints from gerard or brandon so you must have done pretty well oh that's good that's good to know <laughs> Yeah, they were super nice. I told them I was like, man, I, I I don't do commentary, but like I'm willing to try. And just told them I don't want to step on anyone's toes. Just if you if I have an opening to say something, like I'll go for it. And they were great at like kind of like teeing it up for me too. Like when it was like a good time to jump in and stuff. Um, and yeah, they were really really yeah, nice. Yeah, they're, they're two of my favorite commentators. Um, I think they're two of the best commentators not signed to a TV show at the moment. Uh, the biggest thing with them is they're just wrestling fans. So they're just two guys that love to watch wrestling that are getting to watch wrestling and they can speak eloquently and uh, just project what's going on in the ring and convey it. You don't even have to watch the match. You can just listen to their commentary and you understand everything going on. I want to first off say Diamond Sheik is for some reason late. I assume fashionably late. Uh, you know, the man is, you know, we just had a show on Sunday, so he's got to go <laughs> celebrate his victory, retaining his title in Austin Green's NFC title uh i think he's off in the bahamas or the caribbeans or wherever he goes what 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 are we doing here where where is he this is my guy diamond chic the main event the man i come to see and he stands me up i'm not hey, happy with it you're the richest man in professional wrestling you get to kind of do whatever you want you know i guess i guess not happy with him though if he's here i'll but yell hey, when he shows you know, up i know i'm no diamond chic but second place plays you got jack jameson Ryan right here for you, guys. <laughs> you are my you are my second favorite of the two men who are on this show <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, about as, it's about as good as it's gonna get i guess <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Let, I got to ask about this because the end of the show, Billy Gunn made the save last time we had you on. You mentioned Billy Gunn was backstage. Daddy ass is backstage. And he, you see him and he's like, I thought you guys were really going to ask it to do something. I was ready to go and everything. This one, this show comes around. End of the show makes the save for QT Marshall, setting up a tag team match. How did this come about? Did you just, Billy, let's go. We didn't ask him. Just, just, just ran out. <laughs> so here's the deal. Uh, nobody's seen this yet. Uh, we're going to have it on the YouTube show. There is backstage footage. Those CYN guys, they came in. They wrecked shot backstage. They took out all the Nightmare Factory trainees right before the match. Um, you'll see the camera crew caught it on the tail end. They came running up behind them because we heard there was noise going on up there. Uh, they ran in. They saw them taking out all the Nightmare Factory guys led by Fodder, followed up by August Duke and Space Cowboy. Uh, they, you know, they just wrecked shop. They took everybody out. They wanted no chance. They knew what they were doing from the start. They knew EC3 was there. They hit him from everybody. He came in through the back. They, so they took out the locker room. Nobody was going to be able to save QT. Luckily, Billy was there for QT, um, just hiding out in the back, making sure nobody could see him. You know, daddy ass, everybody wants to come get an autograph or a picture. He's trying to watch the match. So he's got to be hidden. He ended up being there and ran out, saved QT. You know, they're both the two of the coaches over at the Nightmare Factory. Um, so I'm sure Billy was there to see some of the students. But luckily for QT, he was there and ran them off. Um, another thing that you will see on the show is they did make the challenge. Uh, Billy and QT versus Fodder and EC3 at the next show, December or December 18th, 12-18. The show's going to start at 1. Usually we start around 3, 4 o'clock. It's an early start time, 1 p.m. Uh, but that's going to be a match you can't miss. I mean, the leader of CYN, vice president of AEW, the leader of the factory, the leaders of the Nightmare Factory, the guy in charge to see what, I mean, how does it get bigger than that, you know? Yeah. Well, and speaking of big, you know, so full disclosure, when I was coming into the show um, on Sunday, I just happened to show up at the same time Billy Gunn did. He was walking in with QT. And for, I'll say right off the bat, QT, deceptively large. Like, you know, like you, and TV doesn't oh, do yeah, justice, man. you know? He's a great He's a dude. dude. People don't realize and but, he moves around really well too. Oh, he really does. Absolutely. Like Doesn't get enough credit. Um, but Billy Gunn is fucking gigantic. Like that's no <laughs> joke. Like that dude, like, like I you know, I, I know on TV, like I always grew up watching him on WWF, obviously. And like when you know, he he was like an obviously an above average size guy, but like now it like really shows when he's like AEW nowadays. He's clearly like humongous. And I've always heard if you ever got to see this guy up in person, like he's huge. I was, I was, you know right up next to him and i was like oh my god yeah this guy's so i just want to give i wanted to just confirm that billy gun in person gigantic yeah no i got uh i got a talking to for the way i treated our senior official paul santa after my match which you did commentary for so you can touch on that too but you know billy wasn't a big fan of the way that i treated the ref and he let me know and i'm not gonna lie my pants may have needed to be changed <laughs> Oh man, you get dressed out by Billy Gunn. Yeah, you yeah. did something wrong. What? So yeah. why did you? Why did you go after the official? I see that. So you guys sent me results, and I see yep. that you lost. What? What happened? Were you distracted by Steven Jensen? I no, I saw Jensen. He was cheering us on, which I do appreciate. He was hitting all the BGUs with us. I, I was. I was. No, no. I had to. I had to do a real commentary though. I, I. They asked me how you know, kind of some some uh they so. Brandon and Gerard did a great job kind of bringing up that we've interviewed you and stuff in the past. So like, they're like, you know, Jameson pretty well. 
what do you think it kind of, you know, becoming part of BGU is all about? And I, I said something along the lines of like, you know, just the, the willingness to become jacked, you know, like that's a big part of it. Um, putting in the work and those kind of things. But I, but I also said, don't know how trustworthy the guy is. Like based on like the first show, especially, I mean, don't know if you can trust him. So, um, I mean, I'm trying to get ahead in the business too, you know? So yeah, yeah. I like to give people opportunities on the show, but if I got an opportunity, I'm going to take an opportunity. It, it, it might come across funny too, because like, depending on what you see or whatever, like I'm, I'm clearly like into the show as like a fan. So I'm like sitting there on commentary and I am like, you know, marking out doing like the stuff, but I'm like, not a heel commentator you know what i mean so i'm like it's kind of i'm kind of in between i guess if, if, i mean if that's anything. wrestling now though like yeah, i mean yeah. i might be a bad guy in terms of the championship district wrestling shows and the other shows that i perform on but in terms of bad guy like do i treat you guys bad no i love coming no. out here and talking to right you guys. uh in my mind it's just the fans mostly and then some of the other talents in the locker room get jealous because of how attractive and good looking i am and how come (laughs) me and bull are one of the best tag teams on earth right now we've only been doing this for about a year so i think it's a little bit of jealousy on everybody else's part not so much i'm a bad guy you know and then you know they they just kind of disgust me a little bit they're just they're just gross man it's not my fault (laughs) that they're gross not that's not on me so why 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 were you upset with the with the ref? Oh, this this motherfucker. He's been <laughs> he's been training to be a ref at the Nightmare Factory with me since I started training to wrestle. Right, we're good, we're buddies. We've traveled on the road together. He's been in our car, you know. Uh, and I give him this opportunity to be our head ref. Just first person I thought of immediately. The only person that can ref our main events has got to be Paul Santa. And now. These past couple shows, I feel like he's been giving me the business a little bit. You know what I mean? I'm signing his checks. Me and Sheik are paying him. We're giving him all these opportunities, these big matches with these TV stars that he gets to be in. And what does he do? He gives me attitude because I take a little too long in the corner because maybe me and Bull take a little too long to get out of the ring. It's my ring. I don't have to get out if I'm not ready to get out of it. And on Sunday, he just crossed the line a little too much, got in Bull's face a little bit too much about what we were doing. I didn't appreciate it. And ultimately, him arguing with Bull about the whole thing gave Dylan Lesson, that little snake, an opportunity to put a chain around his fish, which has been his MO since day one. He's been doing that since the first day. So the fact that Paul didn't see it is a little hmm to me because he should have known it was coming. Which he is was why wearing, he was wearing the chain while he was wrestling. That dude yeah. knocked me out flat because that chain mm-hmm. on his fist. I promise yeah. you. If I would have saw him coming, it would have been lights out for him. Yeah. That's true. I mean, everything Jameson's saying is, is very true. Um, he had the chain around his neck while he was wrestling. It was pretty clear. Like he shouldn't have had well, that, that around his neck. We'll put it on him as no, as no, as I know, but still, right? Four so maybe on. that is our fault in the end. I don't I mean, <laughs> I mean, sometimes you do cause some of your own your own problems here. That's true. I we saw one of the biggest pops of the night was a referee stunner. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, up until up until that main event, that's that was probably pop of the night. People love seeing Paul hit that stunner. He only does yeah. it on occasion. He did do it on the NFC show, which I was proud of him for doing because the business was giving him the business and he should have stood up for himself. The difference is this is my show and we're the ones paying you. So he should have just shut his mouth and did what I told him to. So now he had to finish the rest of that night out. No pay because he's under contract. And now next month he's suspended. No pay. Wow. Coming up, I told him Christmas is coming up. He needs the money for presents. These are extra jobs for him. Help pay the bills. Got to learn a lesson. No presents this year for Paul's family. Sorry. Wow. Now you're you're healing on on Paul here. Now, Jameson, I love you, but 
this is not I'm, I don't I don't approve of this. Billy Gunn should have talked down for, down to you for this. Well, don't worry. He, <laughs> put the fear of God in this one. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to do it again so we can get Paul some presents for Christmas. The, the uh, Scrooge Paul over here. Some presents for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> would, would Billy Gunn be accepted like, to Body Guy University? What course would Billy Gunn? Ah, Billy Gunn wouldn't even have to try out to be in Body Guy University. The thing is, we would have to try out to get Billy Gunn into Body Guy University. And ultimately, I think he just doesn't care for our attitudes all that much. And uh, a little too much scissoring for BGU. <laughs> a little too much of this going on. I don't know where he finds the time to work out so much with all the scissoring he's got going on. But Has Billy Gunn given you like body advice? No, no. But I did, I did get the uh, pleasure of getting to set up the Nightmare Fitness Gym with him and QT. So getting to set up a whole gym with Billy Gunn and QT Marshall was pretty awesome for me. How, how's the gym going, by the way? Because I've heard good things, uh, a lot of good things so far about it. It's going really well, man. They're, uh, they're about to wrap up their third camp. Uh, that show will actually be on the 18th before our show, um, I believe. That's not... For me, it doesn't matter. You're not allowed to go. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. So, so that's, in, that's, in, that's in-house only? Yeah, that's uh, just the student shows. You are uh, – they're, they're the ones that they load up on the YouTube, I believe. Oh, sure. On the YouTube, so they're yeah. the showcase shows. Um, but it is everybody's first show, so it's a private event. Sure, that's understandable. No Absolutely. marks. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> fair. Fair. <laughs> How did EC3 and the, the Control Your Narrative guys like get get in? I mean, I know some of them worked the show, but how did how did EC3 get in? You can't miss this guy. So, I mean, I don't want to give away too much, but Black Magic Supply Supplement Company, one of the best out there right now, one that I personally use. It is owned by Psycho Boy Fodder. Um, maybe we are <laughs> or are not friends. Maybe oh. I'm friends with all the CYN guys. Maybe not. I don't know. It's, it's okay. weird. I don't know how they got in. It's okay. Maybe QT Marshall. <laughs> she got her opening show and stole a $100,000 watch. I don't know. There's a lot of maybes. Okay. Wow. There's a feeling wow. a lot of seeds are being planted right now. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I trust them. I'm just letting I you know. know. I wouldn't trust them. Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, trust is a two-way. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure street and so is looking the other way when, when somebody's I, got something going on here maybe i let you in this door only because when i open up this door i mean if you take like two like you take jameson who's untrustworthy and then you match that with ec3 who's untrustworthy the two untrustworthies together become trustworthy to one another potentially i feel like the enemy of my enemy is my friend yeah my enemy Dude, jameson's my totally friend. gonna join cyn like this is totally happening i could i, I feel like this is happening this is something's happening here. Jameson, Jameson's about to turn his back on, on all of us. He already kind of has, but he's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna get, get even deeper. I I'm feel still like. facing you right now. My back is to the door. <laughs> oh no, 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 not, not. Well, 
<laughs> we're, we're, we're cool, but I'm talking about the rest of the, the C, CDW. Um, uh, the, only people, the only people that are really ever safe uh, when it comes to me and my trust would be Coach Bull, Big Trouble Ben Bishop, the Diamond Sheik, and now Quattro Cabezas, who's the newest yep. member of BGU because he impressed the hell out of us. Yeah, Quattro Cabezas did, did very well. Hey, speaking of uh, Big Trouble. You can ask Tiger about how well trust works. Sorry, what was that? It just lied for just a second. You can ask uh, former BGU member Parker Lee how oh, Trust works. Right. Our first show. That's he right. found out real quick. Yeah. He was on this show as well. Um, part of the tag team open challenge. He was. He lost to the Diamond Sheik. He did impress, though. He was, I tell you what, him and Caleb, there was a second I thought they were going to take down Austin together. Like nobody, nobody takes down Austin. Austin is a monster. And the two of them were rocking and rolling. They had Sheik on his toes, they had Austin reeling. It was real close, but in the end, how do you beat Austin Green and Diamond Sheik? Yeah, well, and Austin Green, I don't know if, if you've seen much of him, Jeremy, but, like, he's really impressive as far as, like, he he's, like, 4-0 and um, in professional MMA, and he, like, fights out of, like, the same area in Atlanta, like, even the same building, right? Like, they've done shows inside, inside that same... Yeah, we, uh, we co-partner with uh, NFC Fights. They run their shows usually the night before. They didn't do it this time, um, but he is their heavyweight champion. So, so like the MMA title was on the line in the open tag team challenge. So like if the, if, so that's, I was talking about that on commentary. I was like, if one of these dudes wins this MMA title, I hope they have some MMA experience because now they're the, the well, heavyweight champion. That's, it is interesting because the show, the NFC fight show that I was talking about, Paul did the stunner in the MMA show ring that actually happened to be, it was Parker versus Caleb, which is where their mutual bond started originally is just out of respect for that. You know, they've, they're, they date back to training in Oregon with Dr. Luther. They, they have a long history. They've, they've fought each other. They've teamed together. It seems that fight brought something out of them. They want to work together again. It seems like they're a pretty good team. Just wasn't enough to stop Austin Green and Diamond Sheik. That's, that's awesome. I love, I love the concept of like overlapping MMA and pro wrestling as like one big kind of over, overarching story. Yeah, and they like, still hand in hand, man. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Um, and, and Austin Green, I, I think there's a really bright future for him. I actually talked to him really briefly as I was leaving the show about uh, coming on for an interview sometime soon because I, I really like to hear more about him. Absolutely, um, man. He, he lives a crazy life. His background, his history, he's, he's, he is a legitimate threat to your health and life. I, I can't wait to hear more. And also, one, one oh, sorry, Jeremy, I can tell you one. Someone else I wanted to bring up before I forgot because you mentioned him is Big Trouble. That's another guy that I just feel like once here like, comes yeah. trouble, big <laughs> trouble, Ben Bishop. That's our guy, man. The second me and Bull met Ben, we knew he was BGU for life, dude. That guy, I, I feel like once the world kind of knows about him, he's gonna be like, like Jeremy. I don't know if you've seen this guy, but like he's another one. Just they, they there's a lot of these like under the radar, like just big athletic dudes that are that are on these shows that like I are just like really well kept secrets. Six foot, 12 inches, 15% of a metric ton. Big trouble, Ben Bishop. I love it. That's how he's announced to the ring. It's, it's right, and he beat, yeah. uh, he beat, he defended his Invictus Pro Wrestling title, which shout out to Invictus for letting us have Ben defend his title on our show. That was awesome of them. They didn't have to do that. It was really cool. It's their social media title. Um, he defeated uh, Noel and King Cole, Jai Cole, the big boys, man. Cole's yeah. about 400 pounds. Noel's like six foot seven. Noel was discovered by David Crackett himself. Uh, but big trouble, man. BGU strong, able to pull out that victory in that huge triple threat. Over a thousand pounds in that ring. Oh, I turned to my buddy and I was like, 
all three of these guys are like four times my size and all twice as fast as I am. Like it, like they're <laughs> like athletes. You know what I mean? It, it was, yeah. it was fun to watch. That was a really fun uh, triple threat match. Yeah. That See, was I awesome, love, man. I love hearing about these shows and then going back and checking them out. And I assume this is like the goal and you can answer, you can answer this Jameson, but like you've got name people, you've got QT, you've got the great suicide, the legend, the TNA video game legend suicide. Uh, you've got Cole Carter. Morales, that little piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you've got Cole Carter, who's been on AEW, Angelina Love. Like you have people who casual fans. They actually had an interaction in the main event. Cole yep. had to drag Angelina off. Yeah, I'm telling you, you guys got to watch this show. There you go. So, like, you you have people who regular fans have probably heard of or maybe seen on you know AEW Impact Television stuff and then now I'm I'm hearing about I remember last time you guys were on you're putting over uh Austin Green and like his MMA work and everything and I loved when I asked you for results last time Jameson you just put in there Austin Green beat up everyone in an open challenge like yeah, that was, like was 10 your, people yeah that was your highlight <laughs> you just beat up everyone <laughs> that's you just call it like you see it man and really there's there's not too many words to describe that match you just beat up everyone yeah, they, uh, Brandon and uh, Gerard were talking on when we were on commentary during when when Austin was in the ring. Uh, they were like undefeated here, and I said something like, "Yeah, I think he's like fifteen and zero because he beat like ten guys at the last show alone." And like, there's like yeah, four out true. there. Yeah, that's true. Everybody else is about you know three or four matches yeah. in shows because there's only been three or four, but Austin's had about two years worth of experience. <laughs> so, what's it like when you you ask to? to try to do like with the MMA title, the NFC title, and then the, the Invictus pro, the social media championship, uh, working with these companies to utilize their titles on, on your show. You know what, man? I think it goes back to like the territory days where like the companies work together. It just expands business. It expands, uh, exposure. It just helps get the name out there. Uh, their titles on our show are their, you know, our show has their title. So it's a good way for their fans to see our show. It's a good way for our fans to check out their show. Um, we are talking to Ben about maybe getting with Invictus and possibly doing like a talent swap, uh, maybe something like CYN, how we strongly feature CYN on the shows. Um, you know, maybe bring in some other companies, people, you know, Invictus or whatever other companies out there are interested with working, working with us. Um, I think the whole forbidden door thing is super cool. I like seeing the other companies work together. I like seeing the competitiveness. I think it gives it a little bit more competition feel as opposed to just these guys on your show versus these guys on your show. Now you're bringing in whole different people from a whole different locker room that don't get to spend that time together. It builds up a lot more animosity. You know, sometimes you get the same guys in the locker room, even if they have beef, there's that little bit of respect level there. You guys take care of each other. You bring in somebody from a couple states away that's never worked with any of these people. They don't give a shit. They're just going to start throwing. Uh, tell me about getting suicide because you have to, you have to play a video game to like get him. So did you have to go through the, the story mode to unlock him, to bring him into, this is how you get him. This is who is suicide. I did it. It was a pain in the ass. It took me <laughs> a whole case of Mountain Dew and about three joints. It was not easy. I love that. That was another one. That was um, that was something I when I when I did my kind of my my recap the the night after the night of actually um 
that was something I was, I was like really grateful for was that you, you let me commentate a suicide match. That's just like wild to me. Like just watching that dude, as long as I have, regardless of who's been under the mask over and over. And you never know who suicide is or what he's about. Suicide, suicide. Suicide, suicide. It's only, yeah, it's just, just suicide. Yeah. But like, it just, it's just really, it was cool. Like I actually brought that up on commentary as well. It was like, man, I remember playing this guy in a video game, like before he was even on the show. Like, so, and then, uh, Barry Morales is also really impressive. Um, he draws like obviously like really strong comparisons to, like Juventud Guerrera, which as a WCW fan growing up, that's like the highest compliment I can give. One of the best cruiserweights, you know, ever. Um, and the two of them had a great match. So that was like that was really cool to be able to call that. Not not just the fact that it was two guys that I, I'm really big fan of, but like the match itself was was really, really good. Yeah, Vary Vary's one of the coaches at the Nightmare Factory. He helps out there a little bit. Um, I like to give him shit because we have difference of opinions sometimes on uh, how much moves matter or not. And, you know, I think there's a little more character work involved. He likes to tell me character work is important, but you still got to get better in the ring. And I like to go like this. And, you know, but he is he is incredible in the ring. He's he's amazing. I, you know, we're always going to book him on our shows, even if he is sometimes an ass and a pain to deal with in the <laughs> locker room. He's got to start fights on his own. He's got a lot of heat back there. And, you know, he's not he's not afraid to tell somebody exactly what he's thinking. He's just going to say it. And if you want to fight, he'll throw it down with anybody. So who would you Guerrera similar in the back as well? It sounds like. OK, there, there is there is rumors out there that he may or may not be Juventude's son. Wait, I'm pretty sure AEW spread those rumors with their YouTube show. Oh, because I know he's done. I know he's done some AEW as well. Yeah, so. Um, and also Cole, Cole Carter, um, is another one. Like, it was really cool to see him like up front. Cause I get to see him obviously on AEW TV pretty regular at this point, but you can just tell another guy just like with a ton of potential that hasn't even like, hasn't even put it all together yet, but is like already like really, really good. And just, just really just impressive looking person as well. Right. Like you just see him and you're like, this guy could be a star like right away, you know? Yeah. Cole's a, Cole's a stud, man. That dude's he's, he's just a friggin' horse. He's, He's tall as hell. He's jacked. He's shredded. He's a good-looking guy. Actually, the, uh, we have Oh Snap Ali Mac on Instagram. Quick shout out. She takes pictures backstage. She does the uh, yeah, uh, you know, the graphic pics in front of the screen. And she was telling us afterwards. She was like, "Man, that Cole Carter, that's something." We're like, <laughs> she was like, hey, "He's just built. He's he's just a good-looking dude." And she was like, "I asked him jokingly if he's ever done any modeling because he was just crushing his photos." And he was like. Yeah, I've worked for Calvin Fine, whatever. Just I'm like no big deal. Just just brush that under the rug, you know. But yeah, That's man, awesome. he's 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 insane in the ring, and I think under training underneath QT and being in the factory, I think that's the best way for him to go, and you'll see him on top very soon. Yeah. Did he have Did he have the Sting gear with him? Uh he did not, but oh. it it's hidden in his gym bag somewhere. <laughs> that is awesome, though. Luther, Luther has told me, you mentioned Dr. Luther. Uh, Luther has told me that Cole Carter, they wanted him in Chaos Project. He was too pretty and they needed to rough him up a little bit for him to be a full-time member of Chaos Project. Yeah, that was that was a few months ago. I remember Luther told me that story too. Luther was, yeah. he really wanted to get him in there. I think it would have been good. Um, those guys, their, their style might be a little different from uh, old Calvin Klein, Cole Carter, but I think he would have done well with them as well. Yeah, and another another thing about this show that I haven't even brought up, I, I didn't put it in the results, and I, I haven't told Jeremy yet, but it, there was a blindfold match during the show, and and I no like okay, 
probably the the best like most well done fireball i've seen thrown in a wrestling ring like it was like a good fire it wasn't one of those like it didn't come across like it was a nice fireball so i really wanted to to shout that out too because i've seen that go wrong so many times and to see like a real good one like i, I don't know i respected that yeah that's uh that's the second time august has illegally shot a fireball at frankie <laughs> uh luckily for frankie this time he was able to throw his leg up, kick it up in August's face, and he got the advantage, took the win home. Uh, but what happens again, here comes CYN, and they jacked Frankie up big time. Yes. It was a really good blindfold match, by the way. Like, those are those can be so hit or miss, but I really I really thought it was it was Super really entertaining. Well uh, it gave me vibes of uh, Roberts and uh, Martel. Martel. I love that so match. How- I think they did a great job. Frankie – Frankie, there, there is one spot in the match I'm going to give away. It has been posted on Instagram all over the place already. It was a pretty, pretty fame, popular spot. Uh, but he had he got a hold of August somehow, body slammed him twice. He went over to the corner. He was measuring. You know, he felt from August to the corner. He was lining it up. Went to the top rope, went for a frog splash, and just overshot by about 10 feet and just busted <laughs> his face. And that was something. I mean, I valiant effort, and I, I respect it. And, uh, but, you know, maybe not the best idea to go to the top rope in a blindfold match. <laughs> what kind of, because you're, you're in the venue, you're renting out the venue and everything. What precautions have to be taken when you know there's a possibility of a fireball that could be shot here? Uh, you know, the fire marshals are on staff and we actually don't have to rent the venue. Shout out to District Atlanta. Uh, I actually work there. Um, okay. I uh, bartend there. I do some security as well. Um, but you know, the, the management and owners there and the, the entire staff, everybody has been so cool. They, they like the wrestling shows. They used to do them back in the day. They know that I'm a wrestler. Um, they love the shows. They think they're entertaining. So big shout out to district Atlanta for letting us do these. So you just have to have the fire marshal there because you don't have to give away any secrets, but because they've shot a fireball before, you know, it's a possibility for this one. So you got to have precautions there to make sure, I assume they don't want the place burned down. Exactly. And by fire marshal, I mean ring crew in a fire marshal jacket. <laughs> That's how most of the shows work. That's not, we had an actual fire marshal there. We had, you know, there, was there. there was an ambulance on hand. You got to figure things go on. Are <laughs> most of the people that work there wrestlers or like wrestlers in training? Because like, like the dude behind the bar was a big guy. Uh, there's the bartender who looks like Roman Reigns that y'all have had on the shows um you know like there's like jamie i'm telling you like there's the these bartenders that are walking around this place all look like they could be on these shows brother it's body guy university central nobody's coming (laughs) in there looking like shit everybody's gonna be good looking jacked up big boys everybody's gonna be able to defend themselves that's how we roll man bgu style (laughs) yeah i mean other stuff on this show, Angelina Love. It was cool to see her live. Um, Seven-time women's champion, Angelina Love, taking on the face of the company and Helica Risk. What a match. Yep. And I've, I've been able to see Risk um, quite quite a bit through Battle Slam, so it's been cool to see her a lot more uh, recently. Um, same with, I always have such a hard time with her name, but Ashley D'Ambois. Is that how you pronounce it? D'Ambois? Um, but I see her at all the Battle Slam shows also. And I told her after after the CDW show, is like, you rule, like, you're I, I she's gonna I think she's gonna be really big like I, I I really like her a lot there was a lot of really great women's talent on the show is kind of where I'm getting at um so yeah we all we believe in featuring the women's talent they're they're all incredible so it's why not feature them man that's the the three the three-way tag match that 
that was something they got a little wild in that one. Um, but they're all great talents and we love featuring them all. And we're going to keep doing our best to just keep giving, you know, as many opportunities to the women's wrestlers as we can as well, because they deserve it. Plain and yeah. simple, you know? Absolutely. Were, were there any scheduling stuff for, for this one? Because I know one, it was Thanksgiving. WrestleCade had a big weekend as well. Anything you are hoping to do on this show that schedules may have conflicted and now you can kind of potentially do in December? Nah, man. Everybody loves CDW. They want to be on the show, so everybody clears their schedule. <laughs> no, it's uh, I mean, it's wrestling. So, you know, if there's something you want to do and it doesn't work out, you just do something different. Plain and simple. I, I largely ask. The talents that we feel can perform the best, we believe everybody we put on our shows is going to give you the best show they can, no matter what. So every time you come in for a show, you're going to see something incredible, no matter who's on the card. I largely ask because the Renegade Twins or have been kind of staples and they had the, the big thing with an Angelic Risk last time and they were not on this show because I believe they were at WrestleCade and I didn't know if there was a scheduling conflict there and then we will see next month, we will see this feud continue. So there have been rumblings amongst Nightmare Factory that uh, the two of them have been discussing potentially a last woman standing match because they have gotten to that point where it's just, you know, I mean, they since day one, they haven't been allowed to train in the same ring because of how bad it gets. The shows, they've been going at it. You know, the Renegades jumped and Helica Risk on the last show that they were there. Um, there was beef backstage in the locker room that people didn't get to see that went down. That got heated. They had to be separated by pretty much the entire locker room. It was They were throwing down. There, were, there was some blood back there. It got pretty intense. Um, so that's things have gotten to the point where we think it just needs to come down to Whoever's left on their feet is the better one, and this just needs to be an end of it. Jameson, you got to get the locker room. Under, you got the women fighting. You're saying Vari's coming back there. Problems, man. My referees don't even listen. <laughs> Your ref is getting out of control. What is happening in this locker the room? Taylor, we pay to come wrestles, punching me in the face with weapons. This show's getting out of control, man. There's fireballs. I don't know what to do. People were people were DMing me trying to punch Steven Jensen. I don't think anybody <laughs> actually ended up hitting him, but I got plenty of DMs. Be like, let me know. I'll, I'll punch him. My price was not very high to, to hit him. And like I I, I assume everybody I, likes you know the, the only person punching Jensen on my show is gonna be me if it happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them this is kind of funny. As Jensen's got the protection of BGU until he does it. You know oh, I mean? yeah. There's the, the trust thing again. Hey, I <laughs> I, I, uh, the funny, funny thing is I, I was standing, you know, at the bar, um, cause it was, you know, close by to the ring to get to commentary. And while we're standing there, um, the dude who was working the bar, what was his name? Say Diego. Was the guy Diego. Behind the bar? Diego, really nice guy. Um, he, at one point he walked up, he was holding like a big, uh, like a big bar stool with like, like supplies for the bar. And I felt him like, like someone like hit kind of the back of my leg while I was standing there. And I turned around like thinking it was someone Jeremy had talked to. I was like, someone, is someone, is someone messing with me right now? And Diego was just like, Oh my bad dude. Like I just got to get around. I was like, okay, it's just, it's the cool bartender. Like it's no big, but I actually like someone kind of hit me and I was like, is that, is that who Jeremy was talking to? So you want to talk about trust with me and my roster. You guys don't even have trust with me. 
Jeremy's sending assassins after yes, Jensen. Absolutely. <laughs> everyone know that's that's my thing on here. I'm trying to pit everybody against everybody. I'm trying to take everyone out. So there's nobody yeah, less than wrestling media but me. me. You should go look in the mirror, buddy. <laughs> oh, I look in the mirror all the time. I'm I'm not afraid to admit it. This is why I understand where you're coming from, Jameson, because I'm all very right, similar. Right, thanks, I, see, maybe maybe Jeremy needs to be a BGU. Maybe you're the next one. <laughs> I do not work out nearly jacked, but the, the mindset is there. <laughs> I think I do have the mindset, not jacked at all. I'm chasing kids around all day. That uh, I got good cardio, absolutely no strength or anything like cardio that. Cardio is important, but then again, Parker Lee had good cardio, and look what happened here. <laughs> but very over there, Parker Lee with the with the crowd. You oh, have everybody, known. every show in Georgia, the fans love Parker Lee. That's that's one of the reasons why we kicked him out of BGU. He's just <laughs> everybody just loves him too much. We hated it. We don't want to hear that. <laughs> See, no one. I'd fit in. I did again. Mindset good. Nobody really likes me, so I'm I'm good there. You don't have to worry oh, about me. Jump on the train, man. Jeez. Jump on the train. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm gonna be BGU. Here we go. Um, you got to do the thing, Jeremy. It's BGU. Got it. There you Boom. go. There you go. Nail it, buddy. BGU. <laughs> yeah. You got to get a password in there too. Sometimes you don't have time to do the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> I don't want to knock on my microphone. Um. But uh, and, and speaking well, of uh, yeah, Wait, yeah. okay, hold on, hold on. I got, I got the, I got the there B. Go, oh, Jensen. You're, you're. There you go. And Jameson, you got the U. There we go. Yep. There all, it is. There it is. There we go. Oh, there we go. I got the U. Yeah, you got yeah, the yeah. U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there we go. go. All right, we'll, we'll clip that. Look we'll at that. that. Perfect. I got a picture of that. <laughs> um, another guy, just really quick. We're doing while we're doing our like, like, uh, uh, taunts, I guess. Um, there was a guy uh, on the show, Dylan Lysand. Is that how you pronounce it, Lysand? Dylan oh, Lesson, he's the piece Lesson. of shit that punched me in the face with the yeah, chain fist. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, right, I remember. Right. I know. I, I, I want to make sure I pronounce his name right because I talked to him a little bit before the match, and I noticed he was wearing the Face Clan, Face Clan hoodie. And yeah, he's like, a big nerd. Yeah, so I wanted to make sure to give him a shout out on this show today. I know, I know, he knocked you out and all, but um, uh, yeah, he also, to, he also wrestles in thousand dollar Balenciagas. What kind of jackass yeah. wrestles in thousand dollar sneakers? Are you so, kidding me? This is the guy that pinned me in the middle of my own ring. Yes, so and, I don't and like him. I don't like him already. He, no, so his see, Jeremy, you're a BGU. That's dumb. <laughs> well, so the reason I bring him up is because he was he's he, I, I follow kind of that gaming world quite a bit, like the esports and stuff yeah, like that. Face clan, and he was like, Man, my biggest dream is to get in face clan. He's like, I just want someone in face clan to notice me. I tag them and all my stuff. I'm trying to be like a trick shot guy for face clan. And I was like, Yeah, I remember phase banks from back in the day, blah blah. So I was like, you know what? I'll give you a shout out on the show. That's the best I can do. If anyone from yeah, Phase or anyone that could actually the Phase, dream is to be the next Logan Paul, but without the wrestling, apparently. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but it also doesn't surprise me that someone wearing a, a Phase a hoodie would also be wrestling in thousand dollar shoes. That kind of goes hand in hand. There there, yeah, there, yeah. there is somewhat of a hype beast culture that goes along with wanting to join Phase, but. Yeah, um, yeah. His partner Trip Jordy, he he's always drinking those primes. I think it was wearing a prime. Yeah, he, he was wearing the prime hoodie. Yeah, market themselves for these companies that they're not sponsored by on my show. <laughs> we're not gonna we're gonna have to blur out all these clothes. That is true. They yeah, they're <laughs> hey, but that's I I like I, I respect I respect the uh the effort there to to get noticed. So yeah, yeah, that's we'll see. We'll see. Think, <laughs> but yeah, he did knock out. A little too busy to watch Trip drink his primes. <laughs> hey, Trip Jordy, shout out Trip Jordy. And Dave Staves. Dave Staves. And of course. He's a jacked meathead. He was too dumb to join BGU one day. He had an opportunity, decided against it. He wants to be good guy Dave. Good old boring Dave. Go hang out with Trip Jordy and Dylan Lesson then. You can go drink your primes and play video games. 
when it was good to see that that Dave's uh, penis has recovered from the last show because he got hit in the dick really badly in the uh, in the tag team gauntlet match. And so, if I had the chance, I would have did it in this one. He just, I mean, <laughs> Yeah. He's one guy. He doesn't have the mindset, Jeremy. He doesn't have that mindset. <laughs> that winner's mindset. Oh, we've we've got... right. Dave's, Dave's more of a Jensen when it comes to. Oh come on, man! <laughs> I'm over here doing the thing. What are you talking about? I told Jeremy. Yeah, but you're thing. you're a nice guy deep down. You're not really BGU material. <laughs> no, you're right, right. Jeremy. You're a fan, but I don't think you have what it takes to be in BGU. That's just true. like Dave. He's too nice of a guy. Fair. No, Jeremy legitimately starts stuff constantly. I'm trying to show. start like, beef with yeah. everybody. Like I'm trying to, but see, I'm staying out of it. That's I'm right, trying to pit right. everybody else against each other so they take right. each other Jeremy, out. Jeremy and Quashu are a new tag team. <laughs> that yeah, I like we, it. We have at least audio. We have audio okay. here from Diamond Sheik. Sheik, can Sheik you hear has us? appeared. Do you guys hear me? Yes. yes. Oh, Sheiky, where you been, buddy? You in the the Bermudas, the Bahamas? Come on, pretty mama. It's crazy. I'm in the Dominican Republic right now. Ah, see, I told you he was on vacation. Celebrating. You said it. He was celebrating his big victory yeah, and retaining the titles. So. The titles. They won. It's incredible. 100%. 100%, 100% celebrating right now. Always celebrating life. Well, congratulations. Right, well, you're about 40 minutes late, so thanks for coming. Everybody have a good interview. <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs> Listen, no, no. Hey, congrats. Congratulations on the happy. win. You should yes. be happy I'm here, okay? First of all, you should be grateful. You. you should be grateful that I'm here. And, of course, I'd show up for my best friend, oh, Jameson Ryan. Yeah, buddy. That was me. That was me, not them. It's always <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, everything's backwards in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, how how are you feeling after after your victory? I mean, you defended the title twice. twice. You, and, you and Austin yeah. Green out there just destroying people. Listen, I'm the workhorse of district championship wrestling. Everybody knows that, okay? The the Diamond Sheik will go out there and have five matches in a row and win all of them. That's true. That's true. You got to give it to him, man. You can't. Yeah, that is true. He, I mean, two matches back-to-back. Again, not only that against people, mystery opponents. They couldn't even prepare for these opponents. Yeah, I couldn't prepare for a single one of those guys. Beat all of them. I, you've got you've got Austin Green watching your back. How much did you how much did you have to pay him to to be your partner there? Was I assume the payoff was good? It's a little personal for Austin. Austin loves I mean, me. Austin loves me. Yeah. Jeremy's Jeremy's pushing buttons today, Sheik. Well, in case you didn't know, I'm BGU. I'm trying to you know get get everybody <laughs> against everybody here. I'm I'm out for Jeremy's out for us. What was, what was that? that Is he trying to flip my bodyguard on me? Is that what you're trying to do? I'm trying to I'm trying to get in. I'm trying to get in with everybody. I'm trying no, to no, play Jeremy, every Jeremy single time. trying to show that he's a because <laughs> he's like yeah. and that's all that we are. <laughs> Listen, a jack of all trades is a master of none. Stick in your lane. Don't try to get into everybody's lane. Hey. Hey. There you go. Oh, Sheik, I had a, I had such a nice intro for you over here. I got I got the intro for Jameson down perfectly. Uh, I had yeah, such yeah. a nice intro for you, and then you stood me up. I I gotta admit, I'm a little disappointed that that you were, I would say, fashionably late, but you, we can't even see you. So I don't He's even not know. Fashionably late. He's rich late. It's fair. Listen, fair. I know you're getting I know you're getting flashbacks from your prom date standing you up, but I oh no, I never went to prom. Are you kidding me? Than his was. 
okay. Well, you know, I came in here. I'm on vacation. I didn't have to be here, but I'm like, you know what? I actually like you guys. So I'm like, let me come in here and drop in and just say what's up and see how things are going. Yeah, we, no, I, I wanted to congratulate you on the on the double victories and retain not only and retain the not just your titles, retaining uh, Austin Green's NFC Championship as well, and holding on to all that cash. You had a big briefcase of money that no one can win from you. That's right, and also I don't know if you've noticed this, but we kind of broke history. I'm the only untrained MMA fighter to defend a title successfully. That, that's facts, straight facts. That's huge. That's huge. That's yeah. history. History making. That's, that is history breaking, sir. Yes, we do. We do that all the time, right? You can ask my friend over here. Come on, Jameson, tell him. Brother, CYN versus AEW. Come on. J- Jameson, were you okay? You your, your jaw, you were you were holding your jaw. No, it's, still, it's still clicking. It's not like it's not lined up right. Well, it's that piece of shit that Steven Jensen was trying to put over, and I, I don't appreciate that. Exactly. That's that's exactly it. <laughs> But you know what? Dylan's suspended next year, too. Guy, I don't know if I said that already. Dylan's suspended as well. So there he can come to the show, he can buy a ticket, he can sit in one row, but he ain't wrestling. Hang out with the ref. Christmas money gone. There was a guy on commentary no, that looked just like Jensen at our show. Did you guys see that? <laughs> I was trying to get him punched. I was hoping somebody would punch him. Yeah. With friends like that, who needs enemies, right? Yeah, right, I know. I know. I had to watch my back the whole time. Got the mindset. Trying to get my well, friend see, punched in the face. Right. Yeah. See, no I'm, friends I'm, in this game, Sheik. No friends in this game. That's right. This is the wrestling business, not the yeah. friend business. That's right. Listen, I, I more than anybody know that there are no friends in this game, except for my best except friend, us, David right? and Ryan. That's right. See? Same mind right there. Uh, I do want to. I do want to ask you, Sheik. We we saw when when we had you on. Uh, I think it was your first appearance, the first time you guys were on. We talked about the boss, the biggest boss, Rick Ross, and then we saw him on AEW television. Did you get a, a pay cut off of that? Because I believe you deserve it. Listen, there's this nice little publication called Fightful. They got this article you can read about how I was getting Rick Ross into wrestling three months before that even happened. So to say that this was. Unforeseen. Gotcha, I don't think so. You know, that's right. Good. I I wrote the article. I hope you got something off of that. <laughs> you know what it 100%. is. I, I think you got some on vacation. He's a little heated right now. Your questions are coming off. That's a little intruding. He's trying to relax. You got to let the big guy do his thing. You know. I appreciate Listen, guys. The, I'll tell you this: the only outcome is income. <laughs> I appreciate important. that. That Sheik showed up. Off of his double victory, and I I want to see you know Jameson, you get all the credit for being the the beautiful one of of the duo here. But Sheik is also a beautiful man, and he's he's got all the luxury around him. I I just miss seeing his face, so I apologize. Jeremy, you're gonna have to buy me dinner first. Come on, (laughs) come on, man. Do you know how much Sean Rossap does not pay me? I can't afford. I take you to McDonald's. That's about it. Oh God, McDonald's. That's disgusting. That's peasant food. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's all right i can now. afford man look, oh, look at jameson does it look like we eat mcdonald's jameson when's the last time you ate fast food uh yesterday <laughs> i mean <laughs> what, what Wait, two, two 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 decades ago two decades ago i had fast food yesterday i had cheetah steak what cheetah steak <laughs> yeah we, ate a, we, we hunted and, and ate a cheetah does that count it was pretty fast. <laughs> you caught it? 
I mean, I shot they it. Have those in Costa okay. Rica? Okay. <laughs> oh it was already gosh. cranked, so that helped. <laughs> okay. Guys, what's on what's on tap for for December? December eighteenth is the next show. Let's get one o'clock. Make sure I get the start time right. Uh, what's on tap for December? We got uh, the workhorsemen are booked. We're not going to tell them what they're doing yet, though, because I'm still mad at them about two shows ago. Right. They uh, they got a victory over me. A little annoyed about that. So they're in a, they're in for a big surprise. Uh, we have a battle royal going on. Big battle royal. This one is very important because the winner of this battle royal will go on to main event in January against a former NXT tag team champion making his return to wrestling since leaving the WWE. So this is a massive deal for whoever wins this rumble for Battle Royal. Battle Royal, not a rumble, Battle Royal. Sheik, who are you who are you defeating on December 18th? Anybody that stands in front of me. You want to you want to try? You want to try your hand at that? Huh? No, I I like you. I know I might be coming off harsh, but of I like you, you. Everybody likes the winner. Come on. Yeah, exactly. If you want like an easier night than you usually have, because I know you just defeat everybody with ease, I'll gladly just take take the fall. And you know, as long as I'm getting paid, you know I'm what? I'll I'll tell you free. this: it's the it's the holiday season. It's the season for giving. I heard that maybe Santa Claus might show up. He's a good friend of mine, and give everybody in the audience maybe something very valuable. So there wow. is a good chance that Santa yeah. and his elves and the reindeer will be in the building to give every one of our CDW fans exactly what they deserve. 100%. Wow. That's a chic huh. guarantee. Now everybody has to show it. Santa is going to be there. Stop trying to piece well, it he, together. He, that guy does <laughs> me a personal favor anyway because I financed his sleigh. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, Sheik actually owns 50% of the North Pole. It's actually fifty-one percent. Oh, congratulations! Fifty percent of anything. Congratulations! 51%. The old man sold out. <laughs> hey, right. she she had a, a quick question for you. Uh, two What's shows that? ago, uh, Carly Bravo, you you retained the title over Carly, but I feel like are you done with him, or is there unfinished business there still after you know, the the show before last? Listen, Carly and I, we can love each other, we can hate each other. But we damn sure respect each other, especially after going to battle together. You can't say that we don't. I think that I opened his eyes. I opened everybody's eyes. You saw that I wasn't just a pushover and that I could get in the ring and I could do damage. All right. That being said, I don't think that anybody's story is ever finished until they leave their boots in that ring. So anything could happen. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was, I was, I was wondering about that. Also, we wanted to just uh, peel the curtain back just a little bit. I know, obviously, you and Jameson run Championship District Wrestling, and you guys are always uh, so cool to come on our show and give us your time. And I was telling Jameson before you came on, I wanted to just honestly thank you for letting me do some matches on the show. And it was cool. Like I was, I came in thinking I was going to do like two matches, and then Jameson was like, "You could do the suicide match," and then you actually had two matches. So I wound up doing four, which. You know, I appreciate that, man. So, um, I, I so thanks for letting me be a part of the show. Hey, you know what? Thank you for being a part of our show. Uh, anybody that supports us, we have nothing but love for you guys. So, me and Jamison are are your fans all day long. As long as you're supporting CDW and helping us spread the message, which is, we just want to do great pro wrestling and bring it to our city. Yeah, no, I want to get a win awesome. on my own freaking yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, right. You need that too. 
Yeah, and I love that venue too. That, that, that's that's a great thing y'all got going uh, at, at District. Also, um, I'm being super sweet to you right now to make Jeremy extra jealous. Just like <laughs> so that's the thing. Jeremy is a legitimate big fan, so I think you are kind of hurting his feelings today a little bit. But Jeremy is a freaking instigator I'm, too, so it's. I'm like showing up. I don't. It might be December. It might be January. I'm showing up and I'm helping my guy Jameson get revenge on whatever that guy's. He's not important right, enough for me to say his name. But I'm going to help get revenge. That's right. we got to take them all out, Jeremy, me and you. That's right. And all your assassins. <laughs> Guys, let everyone know where they can uh, where they can find the show at, how they can support the show, how they can keep up with you guys as well. Go ahead, Jason. Uh, at Post Malone on Instagram, at Post Malone JRY on Twitter, uh, Championship District Wrestling. It's uh, Actually, I don't even remember the Instagram right now. Sheik, what's the Instagram? District underscore at wrestling. District underscore there wrestling. Is, big, big stuff right there. <laughs> Uh, the YouTube is Championship District Wrestling, Facebook Championship District Wrestling. Um, go to our YouTube, please subscribe. We're trying to monetize, make some extra money so we can keep bringing in big names for everybody. Um, we just got to get to 1,000. We're almost there. We're over 500. So keep subscribing. Make sure you be the first one to check out the shows. Jensen, thank you for coming to do commentary. Jeremy, welcome to BGU. Shiki, go ahead. There it is. You can find me uh, on Instagram at Diamond Sheik, all one word. Sheik is spelled S H E I K. And you can also find me on Twitter at The Diamond Sheik. Um, I don't know if I have a YouTube. Do I have a YouTube? You, you know what? If you want to follow me on YouTube, if you want to follow me on YouTube, follow Championship District Wrestling on YouTube if you want to follow me on YouTube. Go, go subscribe right. to that, like Jameson said. And a big shout out to uh, one of the sponsors next month, Black Magic Supply. Go buy their supplements. If you want to get jacked like BGU, you're gonna use Black Magic Supply. Guys, Jeremy, you, you gotta get you gotta go hit the gym with Jameson a couple of times if you want to come into into the ring and help us out. Oh, I know. I'm I, as I said, strength not oh, there. Man, good, man, good man, cardio. Man. Good cardio. Chasing kids around. Strength, no, not really that. I can pick up them, but they're they're light. They, they don't want to. Uh, Jeremy, use cardio. my discount code. Use my disc get discount code Diamond Sheik on Black Magic Supply. All right, it'll give you no dollars off, but at least you'll get jacked. <laughs> that's right. All right, that's, 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 that's what matters. Discount. And that next month, make sure main event. Come check it out, District Atlanta, 1 p.m. We got QT Marshall and the Hall of Fame legendary Scissor King himself, Daddy Ass Billy Gunn, teaming up to take on. CYN, Control Your Narratives, EC3, and Psycho Boy Fodder. That's going to be a main event you cannot miss. Guys, check out the links below. It's in the description. The YouTube is in the description below. The, the Twitter is in the description below. And, you know, Jameson, if you want us to throw the, the Black Magic thing in there, send me that info, and I'll put that in the, in awesome. the description so below as well. So check check all that out, guys. Thank you again to Jameson Ryan and Diamond Sheik. We appreciate you guys always coming on, talking about the shows. It was cool to have you on after one of the shows. We love previewing the shows, but now we got to talk about yeah, what just fun, happened. Do this one again. Yes. Yeah, this uh, actually talk- works better because if, if the shows aren't live, this works better this way because then we can – I know what happened we can talk about it and preview it and then people can go watch it works out great yeah love it i'm sure you'll see them next month and the month after because they're weekly or they can be weekly monthly guests at this point because we appreciate them so much we love having them on guys thank you again for joining us and we'll be right back here on the spotlight